Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I say this every week on my episodes. It is time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about gifts and passion. If you have a gift, lead with it. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. I interview celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people I like to call industry decision maker. My guest is Brisha Webb. She has been named, she's one of the people I, I interviewed her several, about 18 months ago, you know, Tyler Perry's Netflix filler, Fall from Grace, you know, which had all those views on Netflix at the time. And to me, that's when she first came into my life. You know, I heard about it, but I actually got a chance to interview her in Houston, Texas. It was fantastic. Currently, she can be seen in the new Star series, Run the World, as Renee, a walking firecracker of cynicism and in-your-face realness. This month, she'll be seen in the next installment of Merry Little Films for Lifetime. This is called Merry Little Baby. Brisha stars in this uh, Merry Little Baby and appears as a guest in Sherman. I'm going to tell you what else she does now. Because she, one thing I learned about her is that Sherman Showcase, HBO's Black Lady Comedy Skit, Meet the Blacks, Ride Along too, and At the Devil's Door. Fabricia, it does not stop. She currently stars her voice on Housebroken for Fox. But wow, but we're talking about Lifetime's Married Little Baby, and we're going to talk about everything because when you have a talent like her that can do voiceover, do comedy, do drama, she's special. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Brisha Webb. How you doing, Brisha? Oh, great, Rashawn. Thanks for having me. And now you, you're residing in California right now, huh? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm what? from Baltimore, born and raised. Baltimore? Crab yes. Cake City? What's it? What's it? Charm City? That's what they call it, Charm City? Yes, some charm there. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? That little, that's that little cynicism, that little sarcasm that, that you know before. But yeah, Baltimore does have the charm. So have you ever thought about doing stand up comedy? Yes, I do. I do stand up. You do? I didn't know. That was in your bio. Okay, tell us about your stand-up comedy career, because I'm a former stand-up, so I've always... Really? Yes, you know, Deaf Comedy Jam, BT Comic View, all that performed. You know, I managed Steve Harvey, so that's how he met. He and I met, because he used to be my opening act. That's how Steve oh, Harvey and I met. Wow. So stand-up comedy is in my blood. But tell me about your stand-up comedy career, because that's nowhere listed in your bio. So I knew it was something there. That's why I asked, because you're so funny. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I, I look at myself as a full-rounded artist. So my dog is very loud. I have a Frenchie, and he just came as soon as it started. And sat down with uh, that's, that's planned. You know, it's a plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, being, a, you know, I try to be, you know, experimental in my creativity. And right. so uh, two of my girlfriends dared, we dared each other to start doing stand-up. Right. Um, and I've, I've been doing it for over 10 years. I wow. float around with it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's something I love to do. I've met Kevin Hart that way. Mike Epps, Tiffany Haddish, and I became friends doing stand up, and, you know, just being really, uh, thrusted into the comedic world. I was on Love That Girl, you know, that was produced by, um, Bentley Kyle Evans mm-hmm. and Martin Lawrence, and so one of the requirements to play I'm Unique was for me to do stand-up. So that just made me do that even more. But, you know, at the end of the day, I love acting, you know, right. like that's my main thing. So to go on the road and commit to that is always something that I have to always convince my, my well, team. You know, you know Brisha, I got to give you credit. I need you. I got to give you credit. Now, I was very talented as a stand-up. I could mm-hmm. not act. I uh, Somehow when you put the paper in front of me, I did a couple of films and people say I was good in it, but 
I just think I was just playing a role. It wasn't me. I was so it's so extreme. But mm-hmm. but the whole process of being able to capture character, because you play so many different characters. Uh, how is that? Or do you have an acting coach? How do you pull that off? Well, I've been trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Baltimore School for the Arts when I was in high school. And then I graduated from there and went to California Institute of the Arts. And that's what brought me to California. So I have my degree. Right. And so with that process, so do you do you do you take every role as like, for instance, people say they they get they get into the moment, you know, and a lot of your roles are comedic, you know. And, and like I said, I met you when we was doing the the very popular uh, Fall from Grace and there was nothing really funny about that. And so mm-hmm. so that was a major swing from you being a stand up comedian. How do you balance those two differences? Well, uh, you know, being a full rounded artist, you know, that's what I love about training and really honing your craft. And, you know, I, I, I studied Shakespeare and Ibsen and Chekhov along with, you know, August Wilson, along with Edward Albee, you know, (laughs) you know, you just got to learn it all. Right. um, Right. um, And learn how to have as many, you know, things in your toolbox. And then, you know, of course there's God's gift and the favor. And I was very grateful that, you know, I started in drama. Right. Um, and I was like, um, you know, guest star on ER, recurring guest star. That was like one of my first big gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Grey's Anatomy. So I had lots of like drama stuff under my belt. Uh, and I was just so grateful that Tyler remembered me and from Acrimony and uh-huh. this special for me, which was also drama Acrimony. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to break you into the drama because people don't know all the things you can do. And I was like, very grateful for that opportunity. Right. When you, um, we can go back a little bit to Fall from Grace. Like I said, I think it's still one of the, you know, I'm a fan of Tyler Perry, one of the best Tyler Perry films, you know, the, oh, the mm-hmm. ending I never saw coming. I I was like, wow. And I just highly recommended so many people. I really went social media crazy about the movie, just telling everybody to watch it. Now, when a movie, because it, the reason I really respected that movie so much because it was on Netflix it still is on Netflix, by the way, mm-hmm. and and it opened in 190 countries, and so which has always frustrated me by black movies or black films, especially when they're run by the studios. When they when they premiere them, they premiere them domestically, and so as a black artist, you really never get that international growth, that international appeal, that, that, and that's what all we want to do. We just want to share our talents with the world. When that movie, culture. right? When that movie opened at that wide, did that did that did that have a, a major impact, a major influence on your brand, on your social media? Can you talk about the influence of that movie on your career as well as it being an opening worldwide? Well, anything attached to the amazing Tyler Perry is a gift to, you know, the culture, to mainstream, to everything. I was given the opportunity to go on a real press tour and promote a movie that I was, you know, passionate about and so (laughs) honored to be a part of. I mean, I got to work with Crystal Fox, Felicia Rashad, the Cicely Tyson. Yes. You know, may she rest in peace. It was one of her last, you know, big gigs, you know, and I cherish those memories and that that amazing moment to be on set with her. And so, and to do press tours with her and get to know her and, 
all of them, you know, so more than anything, you know, the the following and people really just loving the movie. I cherish the opportunity to sit with queens and kings, right. you know, and right. cherish that time to just be a fly on the wall with all of these greats and to be looked at and to be ushered into greatness. Um, very just grateful for that full opportunity and that full circle moment to grow up looking and, you know, watching the plays on TV on right. Sunday <laughs> and, and then to be starring in one was just incredible. So Whoa. like everything that comes out of that is just icing on the cake. Right. Well, you know, I have to be complimentary of you because you're such a natural. And uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's a joy for me to be able to finally just put the spotlight on you because that was an ensemble interview that I had. And I got one or two questions in with you. But when I look mm-hmm. at the body of work, you know, there are very few actors or actresses that are doing what you're doing. I'm talking about voiceover. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about drama. We're talking about comma, comedy. Now, stand-up comedy, not only just sitcom or comedy-related productions. Now, let's talk to, before I get to the uh, to the run the world, how did that come about, and uh, what's your character? Um, run the world? Mm-hmm. Oh, Renee, Renee Ross, uh, uh, an amazing uh, series created by Lee Davenport, executive produced in uh, our showrunner, Yvette Lee Bowser from Living Single and so many amazing, great television that she's been a part of and has created. You know, they came together and created this amazing woman forward TV show. Uh, You know, I would always be able to watch Sex in the City and see you know, see myself and ask, aspire to be like those women, to live sexy and independently and fearlessly in New York and never really seeing a Black woman do that and not apologize for being a strong woman and uh, that, you know, that she had fashion sense and she was <laughs> right. and expensive and right. all of those things. It was very aspirational. So that's what gravitated me towards the character is that, you know, even though Renee Ross is married and going through a divorce, she's still fabulous. And she doesn't apologize for who she is, you know, all the things that she is, even if people don't get it, you know, she's successful. uh, She stands up for herself. Um, She's kind of, she's a loose cannon. She's a lot like myself. You know, she's a Taurus, you know, so I've never read something (laughs) off the page that just identified with me being a strong black woman, but also not leading with strong, also showing that I'm soft and also showing that I'm beautiful and sexy and I'm fearless, but I still need to be held. And I have great friends that hold you up. Like all of the things that I have with my girlfriends was reflected into this series. So it's just four best friends that are navigating their life through New York, um, not apologizing for who they are and where they come from and are taking over the world. That's why it's called Run the World. We'll be right back with more money-making conversations with the star of Lifetime's Merry Little Christmas Baby, Risha Webb. This is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. As I continue my conversation with the star of Lifetime's Merry Little Christmas Baby, Risha Webb. Well, you know, the interesting thing about it is that you know, I've been fortunate to see I started writing sitcoms in 92 on ABC and and just seeing characters that were just written for comedy, 
or just wasn't written from a realistic standpoint. And and fortunately, I've survived that whole reality where black women were just throwing bottles at each other and cursing and fighting. That was just the image of that. And then the Issa Rae came out with Insecure, which allowed us for the first time to see two black females' stories being told. And then I see Run the World. It, it, it must be good as a black actress to be able to have content now that feels real, that feels relevant. But also yeah, feels I mean, like there's other relatable. shows that were like that. I mean, there was girlfriends. Mm-hmm. There were other shows that paved the way for us to do what we're doing. Living single, like you know, this is just a single camera way of showing life being you know lived, and that we're so relatable, right, to other cultures. Like we're just trying to get through life, you know, and deal with all of the things that come with it. You know, we're living successfully in Harlem, you know, and what does that mean? And mm-hmm. how does that look? What looks now is what's happening mm-hmm. on Lifetime in the series that you have done. Merry Little Films on Lifetime. Merry Little Baby is a very Christmas movie. Uh, I know Kelly Rowland looked very well from Houston, Texas, uh, when, when she was mm-hmm. the, the Destiny Child. And just seeing mm-hmm. that character develop out. I always, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm a big Christmas Lug, I guess I get. It. I love Christmas movie. I can't get enough of it. You're gonna love this movie. You should watch all three of them. I'm gonna just tell you this. I love this movie. I, I'm just gonna. Oh, you do? I, I really, you know, you know, the, the, all y'all look great. The children look fantastic. They're lovable. Um, there, there's just certain moments of of cuteness that just make me smile. You know the, you know the whole relationship that you have, and your son, the young man who plays your son. Had, I believe in him so much that he really is your son. And so, yeah. when you have an ensemble cast, it's all about chemistry. So talk yeah. about that chemistry, and you know who play, the the guy who played your father, who could actually play basketball. I mean, yes. he could actually hoop. Oh, you seen it? Oh, he could hoop. I was like, this guy can play yeah, basketball can for real. Chris can hoop. Chris can hoop. I know he's in basketball. Like his daughter's <laughs> in basketball. Like he can hoop. Like he goes to tournaments and all kinds of stuff. I, for real, he can hoop. I was like, okay, the, uh, I was a couple of my that, that that ain't what they do. Okay, he got on them boys pretty bad. He I was like, could actually <laughs> hoop. And then, uh, but but when you have an ensemble that makes me smile and just seeing a you know just. Black people looking good on TV and looking successful and having great storylines. Or that, please, right? Right. And that's all I was just saying about, I want more of that. You know, when I talk about the resurgence of Insecure and, the, and I see the run the world, I'm talking about, I always want more. I want I want Shonda Rhimes just to own the, the world. I want you know, Ava DuVernay just to run the world because I, I have six sisters, you know, and I grew up in a family of strong black women. And I, when I, all my life, half my life, I saw their stories not being told correctly. And when I see yeah. stories that, you know, that, that are being put out there by black women, directed by black women, produced by black women, written by black women, that's powerful. Not just saying that, that, that it has to be done that way, but at least give it a shot. And so yeah. I see this series being put out there and you're a part of it. Talk about the chemistry and what makes this series so special, which right now is Mary Little Baby, which will be premiering this month, which is November, yeah, November Lifetime. 27. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, first, before I talk about it, I have to talk about the amazing Kelly Rowland. A lot of people don't know how much she is influenced in this project. Uh, she's a producer. You know, she's starring in it. 
She's doing everything. She's wearing all the hats. She's in costume. She's everywhere. Um, and so much of that makes the chemistry of where we were, where we started and how we come to set. She makes sure, and we do this in Vancouver, Canada, um, where there's not a lot of black people. Right. You know, way, way sure. west. You have to be in Toronto to get the black people when you're yeah, Vancouver. You usually <laughs> send them to Vancouver if need be, but they have a few. And we've, you know, and it's been great. We've created our own family right. in mm-hmm. Vancouver because this is our third installment. And uh, Kelly has really set the bar of how we how we are with each other. She created that family, you know, that family dynamic from day one. It was great chemistry. The casting that she did was all just love, you know, and she put so much of our heart in it, which makes us put so much of our heart in it. Right. You know, um, we have Debbie Morgan, you know, we have, you know, these incredible people that have lent their talent and gifts to this film. And, you know, she's made sure that there's people of color, Yes. Mainly people of color behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. She always made sure that there has been a female director, mm-hmm. you know, um, women of color who are producing. Yes. You know, like it's very important to Kelly, if she's going to be a part of it, that it it changes people's opinion about how black productions are run. Well, I think that when I, you know, being a guy who's seen it and been knowing Kelly from, I think I met Kelly when she was like 15 years old, when mm-hmm. I brought her on stage as uh, early years, I think I'm one of the first people who brought her on stage as a, well, along with Beyonce and uh, introduced him to the world as performing acts. And I remember several years ago, I, I pitched her along with NBC uh, sitcom starring her. So I know her talents very well. She's well, so gifted. She's uh, so gifted. I, 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 I have always been uh, just watching her. I go, I've always so much more, you know, that she's going to bring to the table because the nuances of acting are just so special. And it feels like you guys are really sisters in this yeah. series it feels like i feel the the ain'ts you know of the relationship issues that you have of being a sister trying to do good for a sister trying to still be a mom to your son as well as trying to engage in another relationship and move forward all those mm-hmm. are natural paths that that can only be done if you're comfortable with the with the material one and then yeah. also realize that this is something that you want to put out there with the general public Tell everybody about your character. Let's break that down a little bit right quick. Okay. Well, Kiera Little is um, the the younger sister yes. of the Little. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes all of the All the liberty. sisters fine, by the way. All of them fine, by the way. They fine. They all fine. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my baby sister, right? Well, she's, she's younger than me, right. but, you know, but like all the sisters. Uh, but, you know, we... We really love each other. Yes. On and, and off. Kira's camera. a disaster, by the way. She's supposed she didn't do something she was supposed to do for the little the, the yeah, baby shower. That's, you know, yeah. that's the thing. In all of the Merry Littles, you see Kiera <laughs> just being a train wreck. You know, the last the last one for the wedding, she screwed up the wedding, she burned the wedding dress. Like she just could not get it together. She got oh. one role. Right, right. She can't right. even get that one done. And this one was hard because I identify with her. I was like yo like she's just trying to get this done and everything is against her right and she has to depend on like everybody just comes and saves the day again Mm -hmm. and she's just like 
Yay! <laughs> did, you know, and so I I mean Kiara Little is like that little sister you love to hate. But you can't hate because can't she's hate. fabulous. You can't, hate. you can't hate because you're trying so hard. You're trying so hard <laughs> to do right. To do and right. I wanted this time. I wanted her to try a little harder. But the, but the, but the, I was like, let her really try hard. It's a lot of her to try hard. But you know, the, the thing I like about you is that you're trying hard as a as a mom. You're mm-hmm. trying hard in a relationship that you want to last. And in this series, the relationship will go further. I won't give away any mm-hmm. lines. And no. we can't do that, you know, because they won't let me interview anymore if I blow it. But the beauty of it is that you make me smile, Brisha Webb. Aww, you know, and I think that is important that I tell you that because I get to see a lot. I've been fortunate with my life. I got this. I've seen a lot of, you know, people who matured and and there's always another wave of talent that pops. And you own that wave. You own that next passage. And you own, excuse me, you already own it. You know, mm-hmm. you're just about to ascend to another opportunity because you can do all of you do voiceover. You're, and, that, and a lot of people understand how hard it is for a black person to break into voiceover, let alone do it. And you're doing it successfully. A lot of people don't understand. When I look at your resume, you know, like I said, believe me, the shows I mentioned are only part of it. We would get tired if I just start going down a list of it. And I only say that in a complimentary manner. I, you would get tired because you want a resume like that. But in this series, Married Little Baby, which is on Lifetime, is Lifetime series, November 27th. It will be premiering. It's a movie you have to watch. And if you have to say anything about your character, anything about the family that I love to death, why would you tell people to watch this other than the fact that you're starring in it, that you're wonderful, and Kelly Rowland is a good friend of mine from Houston, Texas, and she's amazing as usual, and the cast is fantastic, and Pops can hoop like a G League <laughs> basketball player. Yeah. Talk to Tell us. <laughs> I mean, watch this movie if you want to be a fly on the wall and see a family full of love tell a beautiful story about Christmas love. Well, I'm a big Christmas guy, and uh, the food's in the movie, the people's yes, in the movie. Yes, we made sure that our culture was accounted for. And, and stay to the Even end. Sure. And stay to the end of the movie. They got a great, they got some great little photos that they show, which is all well, takes I should use. Is, oh, all, see, all I, I haven't even seen it. Don't worry it, about so it, girl. Don't worry about it, All I'm saying is that when you start watching this movie, Hanging there all the way through. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You know, the the, the sister is uh, it's so many different. Each one of the sisters has a, a a good personal crisis. That's the beauty of this, this particular one. Each one has a personal crisis. You know, it's not about the wedding, not being pulled off. But in their life, they're about to introduce something that's going to be unique and change their lives. And that's the storyline for this particular episode of Merry Little Baby with emphasis on baby. It's great. I'm recommending all my friends to watch it. And Brisha, thank you for taking the time to allow me to interview you in your in your realm, your home, your kingdom of Los Angeles where you're dominating and becoming the big star that you're supposed to be. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I should also... Uh... Uh, promote this other film that's coming out on OWN, I believe in December. Okay. It's called Song and Story, Amazing Grace. Okay, well, can I bring you back for that? How about that? Because I have a great okay. relationship. Oh, okay, since we have a relationship now, I'll bring you back for that. It's in December, right? 
Yes, I yeah, because you know what I don't try to do. I want I try to focus all my media and all my advertisements. So we're gonna really focus on married little baby, and I bring you back in December to promote the own project. Is that cool? Oh, thank you. Oh, that you're fantastic. So I'm nice. a fan. Like I said, I you know once I once somebody gets on my radar like you, and I go, wow, whatever I can do, whatever gifts that God enabled me to do to be able to push a talent like you like you to the forefront, I'm doing it, child. So whether you want yes. to or not, Rashawn McDonald's in your life, and that's a good thing. By the way, that's a good thing. <laughs> it is. No, I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you so much for Sean. I really appreciate it. Okay, we're talking December, but more importantly, tell them to give me social media banners and all that so I can put on my social media, okay? I sure will. Because I'm pretty no popular. Problem. I got like a million followers. So I got, I'm pretty popular in social media, okay? 90% of my followers are female, by the way. They love me. They love me. They love me. Thank you, Breach. And uh, I love you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank you. If you want to hear or see this interview on Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm with Sean McDonald. I am your host.